My most exciting swimming moment was watching my two girls swim at all schools in a relay together. That was fantastic. So it was wonderful to see them um, be friends and in a team as opposed to not be. Um, but no, that was great fun. I, I really enjoyed that. that shares information, ideas and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. I'm your host, Ben Ramston, and today we're talking to Amanda Vance about social media in swim clubs. Now, Amanda has two daughters who swim competitively. She's vice president of Lane Co Swimming Club and also sits on the local Metro North East Swimming Committee here in Sydney. She's a technical official and as a result of all this activity, she manages social media for two different swimming organisations. During our conversation, we talk about which social media platforms she uses and why, how she got committee acceptance, how they've set it up with appropriate controls, the equipment used, and how social media works alongside existing club websites. In fact, why have a website at all when you've got social media? And any downsides. I started off by asking her when it was that she realised she'd become fully immersed in swimming. I think when I decided to make a difference to what my kids do, to be a part of it, to realise that sitting down and watching them the whole time isn't what swimming's all about and maybe get off your bum and do something about it. Get into it. Good on Mm. you. Make Mm. a difference. Mm. And how did you make it? How did you get into it? I started on the um, Lane Cove committee just working with them as without a position and then I moved into the position of the rosters and helping out with the rosters and the merchandise and sort of got to understand how the club was run what the club needed and it's a great little community club and we enjoy everyone who comes and goes whatever they can do um it's just that I've stayed (laughs) (laughs) and you're still smiling which is great to see a little bit too long maybe (laughs) maybe not no I enjoy it I enjoy it fantastic now I wanted to talk to you about social media you've set up the Facebook site I know for SMNE have you done any other sort of uh, social media around swimming that we can discuss I do the Facebook page for the Lane Cove Swim Club okay so you do it for two clubs now I do I do and so I set it up probably around three years ago as a tool to be able to communicate with other clubs on social media as well as um, try and integrate New Sydney, New South Wales into our club and to be able to share their their bits and pieces and forums that they are having. So um, it's worked quite well. I think we have about 250 followers on our Lane Cove. SMNA is catching up. Um, the, more, the more people that like it, the more people that share it, the more people that visit the page, then it seems to show on their profile and we're picking up people. We're sitting probably just under 100. So that's quite good. So it's only been alive probably, when was that, August last year, maybe? August, September last year. Very good. Hmm. Now, there's a lot of social media platforms out there, of which probably Facebook is the most famous, but, you know, there's Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. Why did you decide to go for Facebook? Facebook, I think, now is a community-based, business-orientated social media I think it's lost the personal contact that it used to have and I think people look for community-based 
um, activities. And so um, I think also for adults, it's, you have more adults because we all joined it. Some of the people of our age group joined it, you know, 15 years ago when it started. So um, the younger children aren't joining it. They're on the Instagram page. So um, Facebook just seems like the, the right thing to be able to use. We also at Lane Cove do have an Instagram page and that's run by one of the younger members and she puts through the younger, more interesting young photos and facts, <laughs> whereas I tend to share the, who's on the roster for the timekeeping this week and, um, and more adult-related swimming issues. Oh, I see. So they're completely separate streams run by different people. Yeah, they are. You can join the same thing. You can join your Facebook and Instagram and run the same posts, but we find that the younger kids want to have a different element to who they're celebrating and what they're doing and the um, older Facebook committee members seem to enjoy sharing things from the 90 year olds to the four year olds so somewhere in between the teenagers and the younger um, youth enjoy their Instagram yeah now I remember being at a committee meeting many years ago I can't remember which club it was discussing social media which at the time was deemed to be by some of the dinosaurs around the table as being a very dodgy and ultra-modern thing that we need to be oh-so-careful about. And yeah. uh, I think there was a decision made against going into this newfangled world at this stage. Have you run into any issues with committees around discussing uh, social media or has it all been quite straightforward? I mean, what's been the most contentious thing you've probably had to deal with? I think I, I haven't had any issues. I think if it's set up properly on the on the back end of it, where you've got two people in administration and that someone else is always able to view what you're posting and you can view what they're posting if you set it up that way, um, you've got a little bit more control over the good and the bad and the comments and, and what's happening. I've, we have never had a negative comment that would have to be deleted. Um, we've had a lot of people sharing things. We've got a lot of people sending in private messages about their child and what they're doing. Um, so I think it's all been pretty positive from where, I, from where I've seen it. Um, and I haven't heard too many stories about any other negative clubs that I know that have had negative Oh, that's, that's great it, to hear. So, hmm. And I mean, how, how have you set it up? And you mentioned a couple of administrators. Can you just talk around some of those details? Yes. Just give us a flavour. So on, our, on the SMNE Facebook page, which is the newest one, um, we have, I have another member on the committee who is in administration. So when I post something, he can see that it's been posted and I am, I am the author of that post. Um, he can choose to delete it, edit it, or say anything in regards to that if he feels that it's a, it's a not co- a correct statement or a correct photo that needed to be put on the page. Um, just gives me a backstop to know that I'm doing the right thing um, and that he can add to that. Sounds a bit like treasurers and bank accounts where you need to sign. <laughs> Similar sort of thing. It certainly does. Yeah, it's good. It's just good governance over the, over the account. And from a practical point of view, do you run this entirely on your phone or do you use a desktop computer or a tablet? Or uh, all three. All three. All Dep- <laughs> Depending on where I am. Um, I think the phone at meets where you can take photos of teams and action and videos and live results. I think your phone is, is great. Um, and then sometimes I come home and edit it on the PC or add things to it because it does open up a bit more functionality on a PC in terms of Facebook, in terms of liking other people's pages or sharing other people's things. So you can see it a little bit more on the PC. 
And how does the Facebook page and the website, how do they work together? So we have a link on our website that links to our Facebook page and we have a link on the Facebook page that takes you to the website. So it's a great way of sharing and pointing people in the direction of our website because it's got a lot more of the club-based information. Um, And for the area for SMNE, there's a a lot of back-end information that people need. I mean, why would you actually have both these days? Because you can't upload a PDF onto a Facebook page. So if you wanted to print out a meet program, it has to be loaded as a photograph and the quality isn't that good. Um, I think the website is just for people to actually read things off, whereas the Facebook page or Instagram is a little bit of um, both by communication. They can comment, you can comment, and people can have their say or congratulate people. So it it kind of um, engages the members a little bit more to be able to have a Facebook page. Yeah, I've noticed that the search facility on Facebook is pretty rudimentary, so if you want to get some information about something, it's very difficult to find. That's where you have to go to the membership, you go to the, um, the, the web the page. And, uh, mm. you know, if you want to have standard information like how do you join and how do you pay and all these things, that, that's usually where the website seems to come into its own. Yeah, it's the way that Facebook can share a link is quite good. It's just a one-click link through to something. So if we're say selling our merchandise we've got a shop on our Facebook page and you can that will take you straight through to our online shop um, where our merchandise can be bought as well as take you through to Swimming New South Wales to enter a mate or to SMNA so it's um it's an effective tool to get you there quickly so have there been any downsides I mean it all sounds good news to me it sounds like a great idea uh it, the only downsides are to to maybe work out the information that I, that your members actually want to see. There's some stuff that I would like to see um, about nutrition, about um, the latest research into some form of swimming-based thing for children, um, different things throughout the um, New South Wales government and what they're doing in terms of play by the rules. There's different, different things that I'd like to see and, and sometimes it's making that judgment as to whether or not your members like to see it. Oh, so really, you've got the editor's hat on. You're thinking, will my audience like this or not? Yeah, yeah. And I can tell most of the time if they don't because no one likes it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's so, as easy as that. So it will say underneath there's 197 people have viewed that post and no one liked it. So sometimes I just delete it because okay. it's not something that people would like to see. So if somebody else, if our listener was considering setting up um, a Facebook page for their swim club, are there any particular tips or lessons learned that you'd, you'd share? I'd say grab a, grab the, another friend who can be your administrator with you, um, set it up and um, try and like as many other clubs and let the, all the other clubs know that you're out there and they'll like you back and the information through the swimming community can be shared and just go for it. I think it's a wonderful platform. Amanda, that's superb. Thank you. Pleasure. Now, I'd like to just close off with a quick fire round of questions, if I may. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, fingers on the buzzers, please. And this is, this is about anything to do with swimming, not yeah. just about social media. Don't look too nervous. Okay. Uh, question number one. Ooh. What is the most useful piece of swimming equipment or advice that you've received during your uh, swimming career so far? Um, the most... Oh, dear. I would say the wash that you have to wash the suits with so that they don't deteriorate, so that they don't rip. <laughs> is the most Is the most yeah, well-used piece of equipment. Thank you. Hmm. 
Question two. Um, you're going to your first state meet this weekend, you were telling me, just mm. before we started recording. Now, the lucky door prize uh, at state meets, if you were successful, is either a box of chocolates or a bottle of wine. Are you a chocolates or a wine person? I'll take the wine, thank you, ben. Take the wine. Are you white or red? <laughs> oh, I'll be anything. <laughs> You'll be anything. <laughs> I can't guarantee you'll win this weekend, but good luck. I'll take the chocolates then. <laughs> Number three, if you had your time again in swimming, what would you do differently, if anything? Mm, probably be involved at a, when my children were an earlier age. I think as they get older and they become a little bit more uh, needy around times and there's a little bit more movement, um, it's a little bit more difficult. But not to say that I, yeah, I just maybe would have got in a little bit earlier. Thank you. Question four. What's your 50 metres freestyle PB? Um, driving 50 metres? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a swimmer. I haven't swum for a few good years, so... It's, it's, um, it's not very good, I wouldn't imagine. Okay. <laughs> but I'm good at driving. Good at driving. Is this on the golf course or in the no, car? to and from meets. Oh, to and from meets. I do have a PB getting out to Homebush, 18 minutes. Wow, that's good. Was it 5.30 in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it takes me 18 minutes to get out the car park at Homebush on the bad day. <laughs> and final question, question five. What's been your most exciting swimming moment? My most exciting swimming moment was watching my two girls swim at all schools in a relay together. That was fantastic. So it was wonderful to see them um, be friends and in a team as opposed to not be. Um, But no, that was great fun. I, I really enjoyed that. I'm sure you'll agree, Amanda shared a wealth of very useful information with us uh, during that chat. Um, Very much appreciate her spending the time with us to talk through all of that. And what I've done for you is to share links to some of the clubs and resources that she mentioned uh, in the show notes accompanying this podcast. So if you want to have a look at uh, her handiwork for real, you can do that. Now, uh, this podcast is uh, a bit of a labour of love for me um, because I'm I'm very passionate about trying to leave swimming in a better state than I found it, just get more people involved doing things and, uh, you know, everybody having a good time. It would really, really, really help if you could please, if you're enjoying this, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It's very easy to do. Uh, what you need to do if you're listening on an iPhone is just to go to your podcast app and you can do it straight from there. Alternatively, if you're listening in a different place, uh, just um, go to iTunes, Google iTunes, and look up the podcast there and leave us a review. What that will do is help uh, uh, tell the search engine algorithms for podcasts that people like this that will push us up the ranks, which will help more people find us. More people means more listeners. More listeners means I might be able to get a sponsor to come in and help edit the show, which just makes it easier for me to produce. Anyway, uh, thank you very much indeed for joining us today. Uh, Next time we'll be talking about how to choose a coach for your swimmer. In the meantime, do stay dry. Mm